0: Today on Broadway for Thursday, November 8th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's
1: Matt Tammanini And Diane Broadway stars James Marino.
0: James, if you happen to be, not you specifically, but anybody happens to be in the vicinity of the Broadway theater tonight, please, please be careful. Um, I have a feeling that uh, some very harsh words are going to be strewn about and, and bandied towards that stage as tonight, King Kong, the musical, officially opens on Broadway, and... Um, I have a feeling that the critics are not going to be super nice to it so just be careful you know you never know what can uh, projectiles can be uh, found coming from these reviews uh, hurled in different directions um, I'll, I'll talk about my thoughts I saw it earlier this week so that even though I again I bought a ticket it's during the frozen period of preview so I'll wait until it's officially open to discuss uh, my thoughts on it but um, it should be interesting to see what kind of knives are sharpened for this one because uh, I don't think it's going to be super kind.
1: Do you think that Brantley went to go see it? I, I don't know.
0: That's a, that's an interesting question. As I, to I, who I, I feel learn? as
1: though that maybe Jesse Green will see this. It seems like Brantley is a little uh, snooty, as uh, little? Ferris Peele says, and, a, and oh, might have oh, uh, skipped it.
0: <laughs> a little snooty? Um, yeah, I, who knows? I mean, I, I think because it might be a major talking point of the season just because of the big old ape. Uh, maybe he went, um, who knows? Maybe we'll get both of them since we've seen a couple of reviews recently where both of them talk about shows. Uh, I doubt it though. I think you're probably right. Who knows? Maybe they'll send Alex Alexis Siloski or something instead because neither of them wants to see it.
1: And, uh, you are really preparing for this because you're getting on a plane to go a thousand miles away from any damage.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I, I don't want to get hit with uh, any yeah any <laughs> any insulting shrapnel. Uh, as I after we record, I will be packing, heading to Newark International Airport, and getting the heck out of Dodge.
1: All right, back to the warm weather. Yes, very <laughs> much so. All right. Let's, uh, while you are exiting, one less celebrity in New York will be here. But uh, (laughs) first up in the news, Celebrity Autobiography to make its Broadway debut.
0: Yeah, James, this is one of those unique events that we have often talked about hoping that theater owners would bring to Broadway to fill open theaters either for the holiday season or on dark nights. This is kind of both of those. But uh, if you're unfamiliar, the Celebrity Autobiography is a drama desk winning show that's run off Broadway and around the world for more than a decade. And the show in the show, quote, celebrities act out other celebrities jaw dropping memoirs verbatim. James, have you ever seen Celebrity Autobiography?
1: I have not. But Peter has talked about it. I think that Michael's also talked about it.
0: Okay, so yeah, so this is a show that's well-established, been around for a long time. And this show is going to come to Broadway for four Mondays at the Marquee Theater, starting after Thanksgiving. Every night, a group of celebrities, some for one night, some for multiple nights, will be a part of the cast. Stars include Alec Baldwin, Louis Black, Rachel Dratch, Mario Cantone, Cecily Strong, Susan Freakin' Lucci, and more (laughs) additional stars will be announced, and tickets are available now. James, this one's interesting to me because it's going into the Marquee on Monday nights. Um, but that's interesting because the marquee is still going to be dark Tuesday through Sunday. So it's interesting that they chose to do it there, but I, I think this should be fun and I hope they market it well and it's successful and we get more unique programming like this in the future and we can kind of, you know, get a few more opportunities to get different types of things off Broadway. So it's not the same homogenized thing on every Broadway stage.
1: Can you remind me about this – am I confusing this with another show where they don't tell – is this the one where they don't tell the actor what they're doing until they get there and they have to improv the whole thing or
0: – Not that Not that I'm aware of. I, I don't think so. I mean that, there was um – red what red rabbit white rabbit yeah yeah that's what
1: i'm thinking oh you're you're so right it's too early in the morning for me to do this yes (laughs) uh yeah and uh so is there sort of some sort of massive uh spreadsheet that you've helped them develop that says alec baldwin will be doing jesse the rock ventura's (laughs) memoir or something like that or it's it's
0: uh, a it's jesse the body ventura okay um
1: Thank you for the Just, clarification. You're, yeah, you're
0: confusing your former professional wrestlers. That's okay. Jesse The Rock Ventura, um, <laughs> former governor of Minnesota. Um, I, no, I, I have no idea what this is going to be. I honestly, until they announced this, I hadn't heard anything about it coming to Broadway. So I'm a little surprised uh, by this. And the cast list is even more interesting. I mean, you've got a, a number of freaking freaking a uh, former Saturday Night Live uh, performers, but then you have. You know, Louis Black is a comedian, Mario Cantone, who's been on Broadway, but is also obviously from the comedy world. And then you've got Susan Lucci. Like, that's just like I mean, I love I grew up watching Susan Lucci, but that's just a it's a it's a weird group, James. It's definitely a weird group. But they do say more people, more people will be announced uh, in the coming weeks. So,
1: OK, uh, I could be a launching point for some people, like if you can get uh, the uh, Hulk the green Hulk Hogan into uh, into this thing. Maybe he can go into Wicked after that.
0: No, Hulk Hogan isn't green. That's the Incredible Hulk.
1: Yeah, oh. okay. You really don't watch enough WWE or WWF.
0: You're really, really.
1: <laughs> All right. So uh, Monday nights only, big stars. I'm assuming it'd be a hard ticket to get. Uh, we'll see what happens there for Mondays only. All right. All um, right paradise square to make a world premiere at berkeley rep
0: yeah we're gonna head out to california with this because something is happening in berkeley that i didn't think that we would ever see again but we'll, we'll get to that first it was announced yesterday that moises kaufman would direct the upcoming world premiere of the musical paradise square and this is weird this isn't the thing that i didn't think we'd see but it's still weird because i don't quite understand how this show is working Because it is apparently going to feature a book by Marcus Gardley, Craig Lucas, and Larry Kerwin. Music by Jason Howland and Kerwin, with lyrics by Nathan Tyson. But it's based on the songs of 19th century American songwriter Stephen Foster, who wrote such toe-tapping hits as Oh Susanna, Swanee River, Camptown Races, and other enduring ditties. So are they just like writing new songs based on the plots of Foster's songs? Like, I don't, I don't understand what this is. But anyway, um, I, I don't – yeah. Anyway, the cast is going to include A.J. Shively, Christina Saju, uh, Jacob Fischel, who will actually be playing Foster, Sidney DuPont, Kevin Dennis, Kennedy Koffel, and more. Bill T. Jones will choreograph. And I'm sure we'll get more information as to how this is working as it approaches its first performance on December 27th. Now, James, that stuff's all well and good. But the interesting thing is that this show is, quote – produced by Special Arrangement with Garth H. Drabinski. And he is actually there in California working on the show. Now, I can't remember if we knew this or not, James, but back in June, the U.S. apparently dropped the 19-year-old charges. I was just
1: – yeah, I didn't I, – I don't recall that. That's – because that's, the first thing I said was – Garth's in California? So
0: yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. They dropped the charges back in June, uh, which which paved the way for him to be able to return to the U.S. This is, of course, we've talked about, um, oh, uh, Sue Zoska, which was the show that he produced yeah. in Toronto that didn't come to Broadway like they said it would. I um, mean, that was his first venture back into producing following his sentence in Canada for fraud. And I don't know if there was money laundering, racketeering, whatever it was. Um, but I, I'm still kind of shocked. That such a pr- prestigious theater like the Berkeley Rep and such an acclaimed director like Moises Kaufman um, are working with him. I mean, I'm I'm all for people getting a second chance uh, or third or fourth or whatever. I'm I'm for in you know multiple chances if they uh, if they deserve it and, and they prove worthy of it. But um, it just seems like that's quite a risk on multiple fronts for uh, you know a, what is a nonprofit theater to be <laughs> in bed with Garth Drabinsky of all people.
1: Well, I think that you know, if you isolate or compartmentalize, as the Clintons talk about, um, if you compartmentalize Garth Drapinsky away from the money, he's a tremendously creative person. So maybe this is—he's uh, not involved in the financial part of it, which, of course, I would stay a million miles away from. Uh, even if he, even if you felt like he's one hundred percent above board, a nonprofit. Has got to be uh, yeah, responsible yeah. to its board and, and donors and things like that and, and keep, uh, you know, uh, above, beyond reproach. So uh, let's see what happens here. Um, wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. For, pe- for people who don't remember, Garth was a,
1: a Canadian producer
0: who started a company called Livent that was. The major force behind a number of Broadway shows, most notably Ragtime, and then ended up i don 't you probably remember all the details better than I do james basically kind of pulled up producers kind of thing and was it over invested or money guys it was, was the uh,
1: there was two sets of uh books for ragtime and ragtime was uh losing tremendous amounts of money and um uh, and they were claiming that it was making tremendous amounts of money in order to try to um turn the show around and become a hit. Uh, they were not uh, being forthcoming about the true cost of the show and the, you know, building the Fort Center for the Performing Arts and all the other things that were involved in the original production of Ragtime on Broadway uh, and the development of Ragtime up in Toronto previous, uh, previously. So, uh, yeah, that they... Um, they uh, I believe he and his partner, Myron Gottlieb, were uh, convicted of securities fraud, which was uh, because of the financial shenanigans of break time. All right. All right. So uh, next up in the news, uh, Susaska out of hell. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Wait. Bad out of hell announces new tour plans.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, not great producing here either, uh, but they kind of announced new, new new tour plans, James. You'll remember last week the cast of Jen, of the Jim Steinman musical Bat Out of Hell were told ahead of their closing in Toronto that the planned national tour had been postponed. Well, on Wednesday, we got a vague announcement from the producers which said, quote, The tour will now launch in 2019 with stops in St. Paul, Dallas, and Washington, D.C., ahead of the previously announced run at New York City Center, which will begin performances as previously announced on Tuesday, July 30th. The production is working with everyone involved to reschedule, and news about the North American tour will be announced soon. As of yesterday, several cast members told uh, some of our folks over at Broadway World that their contracts had already been terminated and that they had not been approached about the postponed production as of yet. Now, that, of course, doesn't mean that they won't eventually be contacted about reprising their roles, as I would hope that the producers would want to get their ducks in a row about venues and dates first. But I'm still a little bit suspect of this actually ever coming to fruition, James. But, I mean, at least they have cities announced rather than saying dates will be rescheduled. So I guess if they've at least got cities, that's something – I, you know i suppose that's promising for the tours prospects but again i i'm not super confident that this will ever happen and i would not be surprised if the new york city center run ends up getting canceled as well but um i mean I'm, i i hope that this cast at least gets something out of it because they were planning on going on the road for a year so we'll see
1: okay so uh yeah i i guess uh, some news is better than no news to work with uh What's happening here? So uh, I wonder if they're going to rework it or spend some time on it, or uh, I'm unsure, but we'll uh, we'll let you know if we hear anything. Okay, Matt, what other news do you have?
0: Okay, just a few things before I... Get out of New York City. Uh, first up, yesterday, the Broadway production of The Temptations musical Ain't Too Proud announced its cast, and it is, unsurprisingly, the same cast as has been in multiple pre-Broadway tryouts, including Derek Baskin, James Harkness, Joan M. Jackson, and Ephraim Sykes. We will have the complete cast list in the show notes. Tickets go on sale to the public on November 19th, and performances start on February 28th at the Imperial Theater, which... Even though they have that Clay aiken Ruben Studdard thing uh, starting here pretty soon, James, they still have all the signs up for Carousel. So just making note of that. Uh, anyway, next, yesterday the Roundabout Theatre Company revealed that joining the previously announced Sutton Foster and Gavin Creel in their one-night-only concert of My One and Only will be Heidi Blickenstaff, Michael Park, Ted Lewis-Levy, and Lance Roberts. The, events will happen, the event will happen this coming Monday on November 12th at the Stephen Sondheim Theatre. And finally, yesterday, Ghostlight Records announced that they will be recording the cast album for the Jonathan Larson Project and releasing it in early 2019. The album will be based on the recent week-long concert run at Feinstein's 54 Below and will feature Nick Blamire, Lauren Marcus, Andy Mientis, Krista Rodriguez, and George Salazar. And James, uh, since special guests joined the Jonathan Larson Project every night, they actually had two shows every night and had mostly a different guest for every performance, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them Um, appeared on the album as well because they were performing additional songs they were doing a, a different song I think, for the most part, at every performance, um, in addition to what the the regular repertoire was for the show. So I wouldn't be surprised if a few of those, maybe those that have a long history with Jonathan Larson, ended up appearing on the album as well. So that's super exciting. I loved it when I saw it, and I'm very glad that I'll get a chance to listen to the album in the future. If you'd like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com.
1: So, uh, I noticed you didn't, uh, talk about Kelly O'Hara singing So in Love from Kiss Me Kate.
0: I don't know what you're talking about, so I did not talk about it. But what, what, what is this from, uh,
1: uh, uh, like a roundabout video or something? Uh, it, it is a video from some other website that, uh, does videos which, occasionally sometimes. Which is
0: probably why, which is probably why I didn't see it.
1: <laughs> Although, I, I
0: admittedly, I was, I went to a
1: matinee yesterday, so
0: I wasn't tethered to my, uh, computer for yeah. most of the day.
1: Well, it was, uh, forwarded to us by our listener, Deb Schrager, sent us oh. uh Kelly O'Hara video singing So In Love from Kiss Me Kate. Uh, and, um... On YouTube, let's see, as of 716 a.m., it's got three thousand six hundred and eighty-one views. Most of them are mine. Um <laughs> so uh get over there and take a listen to that. It's uh it's uh, the kiss me kate is gonna be very exciting. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here?
0: All right, thanks for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bww Matt.
1: So, I, I was thinking about what you were saying at the top of the show here. Uh, so, when I was growing up, I didn't watch The Incredible Hulk Hogan? No. No? All no. Right. All right. My name is James Marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us. And tomorrow, Matt will be back in Orlando, and uh, we'll talk to you then.
0: Although, Lou Ferrigno for Celebrity Autobiography
1: would be fun. Oh, yeah. Lou Ferrigno doing Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Memoir in a cab <laughs> In a cab? Oh, maybe he had some sort of Scuffle at a cab or something like that His,
0: his latest dust-up That ended in Arrest And getting his TV show mostly
1: canceled They canceled Dirty Rock?
0: No, the he was doing An interview show on ABC yeah. which, which I didn't watch